Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, 4 a.m. Pacific Time. And on this particular call, we talk about mindset, we talk about leadership, we talk about life, we talk about books, we talk about affirmations, we talk about a lot of things that goes hand-in-hand to what you do on a daily basis, whether it's your job, your business, or your relationships, because mindset drives the bus. I mean, mindset, uh, mental toughness, these are the things that get us through life. Um, These are things that, you know, walk us through our business that uh, just – just life in general, you need um, your thoughts. You need your adjusted a lot, your thoughts adjusted, because most of us need a paradigm shift, which is, you know, the things that we've heard all our life. You know, paradigm is, you know, stuff that you heard in your neighborhood from your pastor, from your school teachers, from your parents, and all those things. And, you know, a lot of that stuff that we heard, we need to shift our thinking uh, when it comes to, you know, living life and doing business and so that's what we talk about in this call, and we we un, we like to emphasize to you all that it's not a corporate call or a team call or you know company call. It's a mindset call. So you're gonna hear some things a little bit different. You're gonna hear it a different way, you know, because we always we always emphasize that we we step on your toes on this call. You know what I'm saying? And we come down hard. And a lot of times I just need to apologize in advance because you know what I call hard is not really hard, but if you compare it to these other calls we talk about, was it company call, team call, they're not going to come down on you on you that hard. They're going to kind of use bedroom slippers. We use timbo, we use timbos, we use work boots because you need to feel it. Because you're going to feel it when you face reality. You're going because you know the world is not what we you know been taught that it is. You know what I'm saying it's just not that way. All right, and so that's what we talk about here. All right, we do have a replay, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085, same pin code, 783357-POUND. But we also have loaded this on a podcast platform. You can go to Spotify, you can go to iTunes, you can go to Apple. You can go almost, I mean, a lot of different, you know, uh, places on of these podcasts or these platforms to look for this. All you do is put in Tony Fleming and Mindset. That's Fleming. Tony Fleming and Mindset. And it'll come up. And you can listen to every one of them we've done so far the last 30, man. We've already put 30 up. You know, um, man, I, I'm tempted to go back and out of those 20,000 calls we've done and load some of them. <laughs> we can put so many things up, man. we got so much stuff that we can actually put up over the years. But you know, we just putting them up as we go. The book club calls all of those, and I and I suggest all the time that you should share them. You know, what I'm saying if you like the information, if you taking notes from it and applying it, just you know, share those. You know, to people you know, man. You can, you don't even have to share them to like you're prospecting them or anything. Just say, hey, look, listen to this. If you're doing something on a daily basis, and, and you're trying to, you know, advance in life. You know, anybody can use this stuff. Anybody can use it. So now here's this is what I say, though. <laughs> Share it with some people that's 20, 25, 30, 35, maybe 40. Because a lot of you guys up to that point, maybe 37, something like that, you have locked in, and your thoughts are not going to change. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've 
talked to you all over the years, and I've seen comments that you're making. I don't even know if you know that. I don't even know if you know that you're so locked in with your thoughts and your old old friend, your old buddy, that you can't even have a breakthrough almost. You might not even know it. So I'm going to keep saying it, so maybe it'll open up and you'll hear it. But um, And I want you, when you realize that, too, I want you to laugh about it. Because when you realize that a lot of things we talk about that you've heard and you're still not doing it, and you and the only reason you're not is because your old thinking has you doing I want you, when you do something like that on a daily basis, I want you to catch yourself and start laughing and say, <laughs> why am I doing this? This is not, this is, this is what I've been doing over the 30, 40 years, and this is not how it's supposed to be. Catch yourself at least. Even if you don't change it, just catch yourself. You know, it's like, you know, even if you walk in the wrong way, you know, and you, you know, we always say, people say, well, I'm making good time. At least know that you're walking the wrong way and just laugh about it and say, my mind is so locked in that I can't even adjust it. Because, you know, Alvin Topler says that the winners, successful people of the day, are the ones that can learn, unlearn, and then relearn again. Now, some of you guys, you got to laugh at yourself and say, I can't see not learn. And that's, it's going to be hard. Now, and the people that can learn, Unlearn and learn again are the ones that's going to advance. Because guess what? Things are moving so fast these days. Things are changing so fast. You know, you got kids in college, and, you know, they're studying to get a some kind of degree that's hot. You know, this is the field everybody's going into. And I promise you, before they leave school, they didn't change that. I mean, not the kids. What's hot? So now it's not this particular field. Now it's something else. Because things are changing so fast, you got to be able to adapt to what's happening out here. That means you got to learn, unlearn, relearn again. Same thing with us who's been around for a while. Uh, that, but, you know, again, like I said, um, a, a kid, not, not just a kid, a young person, doesn't have so much stuff locked in in them, you know what I'm saying, that it, you don't have to crack it like you had to crack the semen in most of us. And so they can hear stuff. And go with it. Learn, unlearn, relearn again. And my suggestion, especially for some of you guys, if you're trying to find more vibrant people, more people that you want, you know, to be able to work with, do that. All right, because I know this. Most of the people you're sending it to hadn't heard this kind of stuff. They might have, you know, gotten a glimpse of it, but they really hadn't heard it. Not the way we do it. All right, so here we go. The great ones are learning machines, and we own this mental toughness thing, and I've been going through the mental toughness blogs and mental toughness books and uh, just books in general and finding chapters and things that we can talk about on mental toughness. And the reason I do a lot of this, now I could just get on the phone and start talking, which I've done for years, but probably 15 years into it, I started grabbing more books to read and more, I mean, I'm talking about on the call. I already was reading books, but, and the reason why and finding more blogs, because, you know, y'all get tired of hearing from me, even though what I'm reading you, I've already talked about it, but I at least want you to know that other people are saying this because a lot of stuff you hear me say over the years, because I really don't have to read from this. I can just, just start talking about it, but I want you to know that this is coming from another source. 
this is not just Tony talking. This is other people saying these things. And, and you got to, because, you know, a lot of times the coach can lose the locker room, which I think a lot of y'all, that over the years, I, that happens. You know, the stuff that I've been saying so much in repetition, people get tired of it, even though it's the truth. And they got to hear it, you know, from some fresh, you know, a fresh voice or something like that. Well, my voice can't change. But, you know, I can read some stuff. I can talk about other things that other people are saying, even though, like like I said again, is what I've been saying anyway. But you hear it from somebody else. All right, so this person says here, for most people in modern Western culture, learning means memorizing facts. You know how in school that's what learning is. We we go to class, we hear things the teacher teaches, we we take our homework home, we study, we learn, and we have facts. And so then when the tests come about, you know, we put those facts down that was taught to us. All right, so the learning means memorizing facts, memorizing some theories uh, and dates. That's what most of us were taught to do in school. So to average people, learning is a late-night cram session and a pot of coffee to stay awake. So you, you cramming because you got a test tomorrow and you got to prove to the teacher that you remember those facts. All right? They ain't saying that you learned them. You just remembered those facts to, it ain't a part of you. You just remember those facts to pass a test. It ain't a part of you because we probably could ask you those same facts three weeks later and you will remember. But that's what we call learning. So professional performers have overcome this outdated industrial age system and create a formula for learning and developing their minds. As the late Jim Rohn used to say, formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Because, see, let me say this, and I, I'm not, you know, I hadn't read ahead, so I don't know what he's going to say here. But I know self-education is something that we become. Not only do we not only do we actually learn it, we become it. It becomes us. So when somebody talks to us on self education, it comes up out of us because it's us. You know, it's like if you self educate yourself on a business that you're in or on the things that you do, it becomes you. Now when you pass a test in school, it doesn't become you. It's just that you put the facts together and you it doesn't become because see on the self-education thing, you're living it. So not only do you actually learn it, it just becomes you. So a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, it's a part of you, so it comes up. That's the difference in learning facts and theories to pass a test, and then you forget about it later on. So you hadn't really learned it. You just got enough information to pass the test. Here, when you self-educate, and you educate on what you're doing, the things that you're doing, that you're part of, it becomes you because guess what? You're talking and hearing it every day. It's not like you're doing that when you pass the test in school. You move on. The pros know to beat that this to be accurate and invest heavily in books, 
uh, audios and video programs. Now, you know I've said that for the last 20 years. That's all I talk about. But I think at some point you all start thinking that's all Tony talks about. I don't, because see, your neighbors don't talk about it. Your coworkers don't talk about it. Your pastor might not talk about it. I don't know, he might, might not. Everybody else don't talk about it. So now it seems like it's just Tony because if you don't put yourself in, in the environment of other leaders, you're not going to hear this. And so you, it can come to a point where you just think it's me. <clears throat> but if you start reading books, <clears throat> excuse me, you start reading books, you start hanging around other leaders, you start changing your environment, you're going to hear books, audios, videos, books, audios, videos, books, audio. You're going to hear that. You probably only hear that right now from me. Maybe a few people on your team. So we do what our environment says. I'm not a part of your environment all day long. I'm not at your job all day, and I'm not <clears throat> in your house all day. Um, and so if you're not programming yourself to hear this kind of stuff over and over, you're going to do what your environment dictates. Well, Tony, what does my environment dictate? Well, just ask five of your friends at work. Just ask five of the people that you talk to the most. What are they doing? Watching Ozark? What are they doing? Um, watching Trump TV? What are they doing? Um, I don't know, losing their mind because football season that might not come around. What are they doing? Um I don't know, you know, talk about something crazy. I know what they're not doing. They're not talking to you about new mindset books that they're reading and personal development books. I know what they're not doing. They're not talking to you about audios and changing your environment. I know what they're not doing. So guess what? If you're in that environment more than you in this 30-minute call a day, what you going to do? You're going to do what your environment dictates. You, you, in Rome, we do as the Romans. That's why I don't associate with a lot of people. That's why my association comes from books, other leaders, audios. Things. I don't, you know, I don't have that. I'm not in that environment. And you cannot be in that environment if you want to. You, I know you can say, well, Tony, you don't have a job. You don't have to. When I had a job, I was not in that environment. My environment was Earl Nightingale in my car. You can ask anybody, well, I had separated from so many people that it wasn't a lot of people getting in my car anyway. So when anybody who did get in my car, that's all they heard was those cassette tapes of Earl Nightingale, and they could look on my back seat. I was so, you know, I, I, you know, I remember when I first got me a little cassette case, I was so happy because I didn't have a cassette case, and I didn't even know they made those little things, you know, because I had to pop in the cassette and then throw it on the back seat and pop another one in. But then I got my little case. Oh, man, I can see it now. It's black. The thing had a little zip around it. And when you unzipped it, you could put in about 25 cassettes in there. 
and I had my stuff lined up in there, boy. And I had them on the front seat. Now, I, I didn't have it in the back seat because they was everywhere. The only challenge was that I had them in a nice little case. And so when I'm driving, I had to pull the case out, then pull the tape out. <laughs> Before, I just reached in the back seat and grabbed another one and popped it in. You know what I'm saying? But that was my environment. I made myself that way. You know, well, Tony, you you different. Yeah, you could be different. You could create your own environment. You know, that's one thing. I tell you what. One thing that we can control is our work ethic and the people we're around. Well, I know you're going to say, well, I got my job. I can't be around. Well, you can control how you deal with them. You know, you control how you respond to them because you got people that you don't deal with that, you know, on the job. Everybody on the job, you you know, you don't like. You got the little click on the job, so you don't deal with them there. So some of that click. But guess what? What I'm saying to you bothers you, and it bothers you because your mindset is not there to want to do that. And it's a, it's a catch-22 because, you know, remember I told you that when my mindset got to a point where I couldn't be around my friends and they couldn't be around me. But, see, some of y'all can't get to that point yet because you won't let that go. It's almost like you're saying, well, once my mindset change, then I'll stop doing it. Well, it's going to be hard for you to, your mindset to change when the things that you're doing every day. And it's, I'm going to tell you another thing that's messed up about this. Because let's say that this makes sense to you and you eventually, this is the challenge that you have. And you say, okay, I can't be around these people. I'm just going to be at home and I'm going to do what I need to do. But then you don't do that. So now you jacked up. Because you ain't with your friends no more, and then you ain't at home reading books. You just kind of sitting there. You, you, it's like <laughs> you just you just jack. You don't. It's like a person who says, "I'm not gonna take drugs anymore," but you don't feel that hole that you need to to, to replace it with drugs. You know, for example, <clears throat> excuse me. Some people can replace it with, let's say, the Bible, or they instead of taking drugs, they're they're. Um, Maybe going to church or something that still you know that time hanging around, but you know some people just say I'm not going to take drugs anymore and don't fill that hole with something, and they wind up going back taking drugs. The same thing with you all. You say, well, I'm not going. I'm going to change my environment. I'm gonna, I'm not going to be around these people and all this. But then you sit at home and don't listen to the audios, don't do the videos, don't call anybody, don't do anything, and so now you really. You're defeating the purpose because you can't say, well, I'm doing something. You just can't. But the way you learn is that. Now, that shouldn't affect you making your phone calls. That's what somebody said. Well, people going to – well, you're not going to do that anyway until you get your mindset right to want to do it. I can beat you to death on making phone calls and sending out packages and doing what you're supposed to do. <clears throat> that right there really ain't going to, you know, me doing that and saying that over and over doesn't do anything. Because you got to be the one that want to do it. And the way you want to do it is you got to address your mindset. You got to read certain things that say, like the young lady said, and she was flipping through the pages, my picture's on every page. I, I liked how she said that. It's, I'm still, it's still ringing in my ears. 
because, you know, I've been saying this for years and never thought of it like that. I mean, your picture is on every page of these mindset and leadership books. It's right there. Everything that you need is right there. It's in Proverbs. A lot of y'all can't understand it, though, but you can read Proverbs, too. But it's there. Look at, look what he says here. He says, the pros know that this to be accurate when it comes to, you know, learning and unlearning. All right? So they invest heavily in books and audios and video programs on everything from personal development to business sales to marketing and management. They read and study trade journals and become world-renowned experts. Now, I don't know if this is a culture thing. <clears throat> because I don't, I'm not around a lot of other, you know, growing up in this business, 25 years of doing this type business. You know, we've been, you know, mainly in one culture, which is the African, African-American community. Now, we had other cultures, like I've had groups of different people, not large groups, but I've, you know, mainly us. And I don't know if it's just us who says this, that they only read the Bible and don't know how you got programmed to believe that and think that when you when you see these successful people who say they read the trade journals, they read the marketing books, they read journals and books of of uh things that particular field that they in. I mean, I don't know if it's where did we get that from? Is that Well, I know what preacher man gonna say, we came from the church and came from the but I don't, I'm sure, does, I'm not in the other churches, so I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm in my culture here. I'm saying that, that that statement there has been the most ridiculous. It, it, it has no validity at all. And it just, it just really irks me to a point where I just look at you and say, I mean, I just, I'm like Sarge in the Soldier Story. You ever seen that movie Soldier Story and Sarge looking at, uh, what's the dude's name? And he called him Ogeechee or whatever. I mean, I'm just, it's just, it's pitiful that we throw up that excuse and we feel like we're saying something. We feel like we really said something. Well, I don't read anything else but the Bible. Pros know that to be accurate and invest in heavily in books, audios, video programs on everything from personal development to business sales to marketing management. They read and study trade journals of the profession that they're in and become world-renowned experts. <clears throat> Average people spend less than $10 annually on books. See, that's the environment that you're in, mainly. So you're around those people who spend that. And so you, in Rome, you do as the Romans. You become those type people. You stay that way. I don't care. I don't care. Get on this call every day. I don't care if you do that because this is not this is not enough time to program your mind. You can get on this call and listen to the replay. That's still an hour. What are you doing the rest of the 24 hours, the rest of the 23 hours? Okay, you sleep in eight, supposedly, all right? 
And so now you still got the other 15. What are you listening to and doing then? That's what's programming you. See, if you want to work, and you want to work, and all they talked about at work was books, mindset, personal development, and you went over to your friend's house and you came after work and that's all they talked. See, that's what you would be doing because you do as your environment. You don't want to, you don't want to be uncomfortable in that environment. You know, like I always say, if if I was living in the in the hood and I wore my do-rag, you know, I had my gear on, my all my, you know, the gear that you wear in the hood. And then I I had to, not had to, but I was fortunate enough to move in the house of a billionaire, you know, went to Bel Air. I'm going to have to change some of that stuff if I'm living in that house. Not only, not only I'm going to have to, I'm going to, it's just going to be natural that I do it. My conversation is going to change because if I'm in a home, there's eight people in there, and I'm the only one that's from the hood, eventually I got to change to their language. I got to change to their lifestyle. I got to change to their clothes that they're wearing. I'm going to be ridiculous in there. It's just the same thing with you take a billionaire and you move him into the hood. He got his little... Uh, khaki pants on, polo shirt, and I can promise you, if he's in that hood for six months, he's going to eventually change his clothes to that environment. Now, his thinking is going to be hard to change because he's been that way for a long time, but he's still going to find himself if, you know, which I have, you know, first of all, that's just a hypothetical. That can't happen. But eventually, just for him to feel comfortable in there, Without somebody coming after him or doing, he's going to have to change his gear to that environment. Or not, he's going to stick out like a sore thumb. He's going to have to change his gear. See, the people you hanging around, you start talking books and all you, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. They don't want to do it. See, that's the challenge that you have. you got to get out that environment, folks. You can't, you can't change that environment. you got to change you. If you want to, if you want to adjust your mindset, because I can promise you, if I was in another environment, well, like I said, I'm, you know, what I'm doing now in this uh, Corona days, I really have been doing anyway. You know, when I came, you know, I got up, I went to the gym, I came home, I was on phone calls, or I was right here reading or doing some stuff, making calls, or if I went to an appointment, I came right back. So. I've already was saturating myself here. Now I've been in, in here longer because I couldn't go to an appointment or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm in another world that y'all, and you can say, you can use that excuse, or as Earl Nightingale said earlier, you can come up with good alibis and say, uh, well, you know, Tony, I can't do that because I got a job. And I got Remember now, I had a job at one point. I know y'all don't believe that because it's been 25 years. But for two or three years, I had a job, <laughs> but I still was feeding my mind Earl Nightingale every day, more than I was talking to the people. He was in my car. 
You know, and I want to say this, fortunate enough, and I know this sounds crazy, but fortunately enough, I didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have cell phones at that time. Nobody really had them at that time. So I was fortunate enough that when I got in the car, it was learning on wheels. So whatever I put in, I couldn't talk to nobody. Now, you guys get in the car, even if you try to listen to audio, you're on the phone. You're not even controlling that environment. That was that was the thing. Think about this. I know it sounds crazy to some people. Well, it ain't crazy because most of y'all on this call has lived that. When you got in the car and it wasn't a phone. And, you know, I remember we used to call that, what, education on wheels or something. So when people went to work in the morning, well, I know some people still listen to, uh, you know, Tom Jordan and all that, but a lot of folks put the tapes in and they would listen on the way and on the way home. It was no disturbance. That's how they learned in the car. It was called education on wheels. Now you're on the phone. I mean, you you know, I remember I, I said this video. Some of y'all seen this video I did with Holly where, you know, I gave her the CD to pop in. And she said she's going to listen to the training CD home from work. As soon as she popped the CD in, she got on the cell phone. Now, the training CD was playing in the background, but she was on the cell phone talking all the way home. And then she got home. She said, yeah, I listened to it. That's how most people are doing. And then you got some people out here that's dead serious, that's programming their thoughts, that's doing the work every day, that's you know doing the Michael Jordan type stuff, just just and they kicking butt. And you say, well, you know, somebody helped them. <laughs> Average people spend less than ten dollars annually on books. The top one percent of income earners in America invest nearly. 10,000 annually on books and other learning resources. They attend seminars, workshops, and retreats. Amateur performers look at these investments as a waste of time and money. Remember I told you the lady in the bookstore? She works in the bookstore and says, why am I giving $25 to Russell Simmons to get his book because he's already a millionaire? I bet at some point you were thinking that way, and you probably still got some of that in your mind, probably still. And then the environment you're in, that's holding you up too. Why would you give a man who's already a millionaire $25 for his books? Well, maybe it's something in that book that I can get from him that I know I can't get from you. I wanted to say, so do you suggest I give you $25? So what am I going to get from you? <laughs> we'll just feed the needy. <laughs> they look at that as a waste of time. They are more likely to invest their money in Y'all, y'all can fill in the blanks. Lottery tickets, video games, cigarettes, alcohol, and other forms of entertainment. Other forms of entertainment just to block them thoughts in their head. 
The great ones in words of the scientific genius Buckminster Fuller says, dare to be naive. The middle class thinks they have left, have little left to learn. See, I got my college degree. I don't really need to learn nothing else. World-class performers know that the more they learn, the greater the level of awareness, the greater level of awareness, the more they realize how much more there is left to learn. So not only that, not only they know it's more for them to learn, but now it's like they, they realize that it's, it's uh, okay, it's almost like you say, you say, well, now I realize I'm really not as smart as I think I am. <laughs> but the middle class thinks, well, I'm smart, man. I don't need to do anything else. I got my degree. Now, if anything else, I go get me a master's degree. Besides that, I'm good. I don't need nothing else. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it, man. <laughs> Go back and listen to the replay. Please share this. Listen to it over and over. I said a lot of good stuff there. Matter of fact, the author said a lot of good stuff. All I did was just agree with a lot of stuff that he said. Great ones are learning machines, man. They just learning machines. Growing and growing and growing, developing themselves. <laughs> I hear you, preacher man. I see. <laughs> well, if I read this, these folks gonna shoot me. I'm going to read what Preacher Man said. Now, I didn't say this. He texted me this. Tony, why do you think the top 1% of the mega wealthy are not church members? Or deep into the church and faith belief is such a huge part of people winning big. All other books in the Bible except Proverbs should be banned, especially to people until they reach the age of 65. All these, (laughs) don't say what they say. Tony, you up in here talking to us on these calls like you are, well, like like, (laughs) we from England. Oh, man, you got to stop, man. Then he said, I would have told the lady in the bookstore, that's that's why they put stuff in books. They hide them from you. (laughs) I ain't read the rest of it. I'm going to stop right there. All right, folks, that's it. Hi, so we got, uh, let me see, we got somebody on here with $15 in the kitty. Who's that? I think that's, uh, who's $15 in the kitty? Uh, Faith. All right, we got Eric with five, Rhonda with five. I don't know why I keep mentioning Rhonda name. Rhonda don't get up to get on these calls. <laughs> so she just, she just going to kill herself right there. Pam has zero. 
See, that means that parent must have been cheating the whole time. How you have all that and then now all of a sudden you go to zero? Tammy had zero, so I begged her to not use Google, so she had to do it too. So she, she, I guess she being honest with herself and not using Google. So now she has zero. Somebody else has $5, though. I don't know who else. Who else got $5 in here? Y'all text me and tell me who that is. Got Faith with 15 Eric with 5 Who else? Pam ain't got the person giving her all the answers, so she ain't got she got zero. Tammy's just said, I'm not going to use Google no more. Thank God. She has zero. So we don't have no cheating going on around here. So it looks like Eric has five and Faith has 15. Anybody else? That's it. <laughs> Y'all still can win now because we're going to $25 before she get it. So, all right, y'all get ready. Get your, get your text ready because, <laughs> all right, let's see here. Uh, what can I do here? How do I go? How do I go here? Okay. Let me try this and see. All right. All right, this one song here I'm going to play. You got you to gotta give me the name of the song. And you got to give me the artist. This is the remix version. Y'all ready? I think, no, Phil, you don't have nothing. You, you was talking smack like you was ready last time. And then you didn't, you, you just, mm-mm. So here we go. Don't call me. You got to text me. I need the name. <laughs> And the, I need the artist's name and the name of the song. Don't give me half of it. Y'all ready? <laughs> Here we go. Jim, hit the ounce button now.
gentlemen. If anybody can fit the description, baby, I can. So one who cares and dares to give himself completely. You got it in me. You need a male sensitivity. Cause I'm not the one to give you run around. Scheme or sell your dreams, lifting you up and letting you down. So what can I do to make you see the man you can
Do 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 do